0: create lasting change, inspire others, and make a difference. You have joined the Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Donaldson, and each week you will hear from distinguished co-hosts and guests as they share insights into impacting our culture from your neighborhood to the nations. I got to tell you, this is a show that I've been looking forward to for a long time. When people Ask me, what are some of your favorite ministries on the planet? Uh, The short list includes Child Hope, which was formerly Latin America Child Care, founded by the great uh, Bueno family, John Bueno. And it's also a joy to have John Johnson back. (laughs) The previous times he was a guest, uh, but we've asked him to be the co-host today. And John is the assistant superintendent for the Assembly of God Network. Over 400 churches, includes schools like Vanguard University, great ministries like Teen Challenge. But he's also a co-founder of CityServe. John, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Dave. It's great to be here. I am so excited with you today to have a very,
0: very special guest with us. Now, you have been tied to Child Hope for many years. Tell us how you got connected and why you support this organization.
1: Well, I first was connected to Child Hope back when it was Latin American child care. My wife and I and family served as missionaries in Uruguay, South America. And we spent one year in San Jose, Costa Rica. And that's where I became familiar with Child Hope. And I saw the way that they go into very poor neighborhoods, barrios, and they find children that if it wasn't for Child Hope, those children may not have a one square meal That's right. a day. That's right. But Child Hope goes in and they rescue those children. They give them an education. They give them clothing. They take care of them, a safe place. And uh, we have been engaged ever since then, and that was back in the 19, late 1980s. So it's a joy to be able to be here as we discuss what I think is one of the greatest ministries for children and poor families that we have in our fellowship.
0: Now, Mary, let me just give the statistics here because this is unbelievable. You're the president of Child Hope. It has 300 schools throughout Central and South America, six to 7,000 teachers, workers, and get this, over 100,000 children that receive food, clean water, uniforms, and education, and they learn about Jesus Christ. Dios le bendiga.
2: Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen, hermano.
0: Well, very welcome Thank to the you. podcast. We want to begin by asking you how did you get connected to Child Hope?
2: Well, I first heard about Lat Latin American Child Care, which is now Child Hope, when I was a college student at Southern California College. And one of my professors taught us about it as a wonderful um, model of compassion ministry at the time. And that's when I first heard about it. A few years later, I was able to take a class that took me down to Costa Rica to see firsthand the Ministry of Latin American Child Care. Prior to that, I had sponsored a child. So the highlight of my study trip that year was to be able to to meet the little girl that I had been sponsoring for several years and I I really remember clearly driving up through the community where she lived at that time it had a dirt road and I I knew my little girl lived in that community and I remember looking out the window and seeing the homes and the poverty and and just thought, I can't even imagine that little girl living here. And um, I was a little sad seeing that. And then the contrast, getting to the school and going into a chapel service where the children were praising Jesus and filled with joy. I could see they were well-fed because I saw the cooks in the kitchen. Um, I saw the loving teachers that that taught them and ministered to them. So It sold me on the ministry. And that same trip, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart about serving as a missionary with this great ministry.
1: Mary, Dave gave a brief explanation of how you serve the children. I have been to Costa Rica as you have ministered Mm -hmm. to kids. Mm -hmm. I've seen it firsthand. I was so impressed and moved in my heart. In fact, I brought a team there Mm -hmm. to see what you were doing. Can you elaborate a little bit more about how you specifically serve those children Mm -hmm. and their families?
2: Well, generally with Child Hope, what we do is we partner with local Assembly of God churches in the poorest communities in Latin America and the Caribbean. And we really do have a strong belief that the church is God's agent of change for the community and for the world. So we believe that... We put all our eggs in that church basket and we help the church raise up a school. Sometimes we build a school. Sometimes we train teachers, depending on the community and the needs is how, you know, how we serve the local church to be able to raise up a Christian school. It's a private school, so, um, but it's for the poor children. So then through Child Hope, we also have a sponsorship program that helps uh, support the children to be able to go um, to these schools. Uh, One of the great things is it is a ministry, and so the teachers that are teaching there are called to minister to these children. And so they receive a wonderful education, and we believe then the tools to pull themselves out of poverty. And um, they learn about Jesus. They feel the love of Jesus through all the personnel that work at the school. Um, and so what we really do see lives transformed. Of course, as you mentioned, we give them a good, healthy meal at least once a day because they can't study if, if their stomachs are growling. And so we, we help them stay healthy, clean water when it's needed, different types of medical interventions and preventative care where needed, and, and just help meet the needs of the kids, um, keep them safe so that they can get this education and pull themselves out of poverty.
1: Well, we have walked through many of the barrios there in, in Costa Rica, in Nicaragua, in Panama, several countries throughout Latin America, Chile, and in many of those places, we hear you say that they come from poor families. Mm-hmm. We don't understand poverty in America as they experience there. Right. We've walked through those barrios where they have a makeshift house mm-hmm. or home made of cardboard or tin. Right. There are open sewers that yes. are running throughout, children playing mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. sewers mm-hmm. from time to time. The families are so poor. We see you how you help the children. Do you offer help to the families?
2: Well, again, as I said, we believe in the local church. And so the local church has many outreaches to the families. We try to reach them for Jesus. Um, From our perspective of Child Hope, we partner with churches doing uh, campaigns for the parents. We've done, we'll do food distributions for the parents. Through the school, we offer parenting classes. And of course, every time we do a parenting class, we're given the plan of salvation along with the whatever we're teaching the parents. Um, we'll, we'll use any kind of tool to bring the parents into the school to share with them about Jesus. So it varies depending on their needs. But yes, we, we invest in the parents as well and try to bring them into the kingdom of God. And a lot of times, you know, I, I love hearing the stories about a child who learns to pray for healing in the school. And then when their mommy or daddy's sick, they lay hands on them and pray for them and God heals them. And then that brings a family into the church. So, yes, we do reach out to the families as well.
0: You know, I have had the joy of being with uh, Child Hope and El Salvador and also in Honduras. And uh, i got to tell you, it's so moving to mm-hmm. see these kids, you know, in these beautiful uniforms. Yes. They look healthy. Yes. They're just filled with joy as they sing. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that would say, well, all these kids need is an education. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've i been there talking to these teachers, these wonderful teachers, and they've shared about some of the kids that have, have fallen from the desk mm-hmm. because of their weakness.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, Mary, share with us, it can't be either or, because these kids, many of them, they come to you, they're, they're hungry, they're frail, some are even sick. And how child hope really sows into them so that they become strong, not only physically, but then educationally.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what, what you're saying is so very true, uh, talking about the kids being, falling from the desk also emotionally because they yeah. come with these great needs and every one of our class classes, every day starts with devotional time. And I love hearing the kids share their, their Prayer requests. Sometimes it's dad was taken to jail last night. You know, my brother had an overdose, and these kids come with these heavy burdens. And how can they learn when they're carrying that burden? But then the teacher can share with them the love of Jesus. Uh, as I always say, they frame it within a in a spiritual way, and then pray for the kids, and then they can just pull themselves up and and move forward. But um, education's good, but without the transformation that comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ they they wouldn't there wouldn't be true transformation in those the lives of those children. They need Jesus to make it through every day that they have to make it through. And I think the teachers are just really the heroes here because they they're not just teachers. They are ministers of the gospel. They're called to minister in these communities. It's not easy. It's not easy for them. Many of them I know will I can think of Costa Rica. Um, one of the schools I work at, one teacher has a car. Everybody else takes two or three buses to get from their house, travels an hour, two hours every morning to get to school because God has called them to those. The children is their little, are their little flock of sheep that God has given them to pastor. So um, yes, they're dedicated and it's that transforming power of the gospel that makes the difference.
0: And we're going to talk about how we can support Child Hope, but that's one of the ways is to support the teachers. Yes. I know I've been part of these vision trips uh, where churches have taken on schools as projects to provide, you know, break rooms, equipment, and clothing for the teachers. And we would even challenge teachers. Yes. Teachers to reach out to these teachers, (laughs) teacher to teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk about a little of the sacrifices that these teachers make and maybe some ways that we can help them.
2: Yeah, well, as I said, most of them travel long distances to get to the schools where they teach. In many cases, um, to make best use of our classroom space, we have two different groups of kids that come every day. So the teachers will teach one group of students in the morning, they'll get a half hour lunch break, and then another group of students come in the afternoon. And then, of course, they're not getting the salaries that other teachers get. And also in Latin America and the Caribbean, they don't um, pay their teachers as much as we would here in the United States. So it's a sacrifice, but they do it because they love the children. Um, as you said, a way, um, People can help. Um, we've had groups come down doing teacher training, um, helping them with supplies for their classrooms. You know, all the teachers want to make their um, classrooms look nice for the students. And so if we have a team that comes down and can, you know, bring all those cute things you put on the bulletin boards and teaching supplies, um, that's a great help. Computers, to help them teach with computers and projectors. Um, that is such a blessing for the teachers. Um, And then also if they could take on a classroom and support a classroom and, um, and of course, pray for them, you know, find out their needs, pray for them, encourage them. Um, We've had different people come in and do uh, teacher appreciation luncheons which is just so wonderful to just tell them, you know, we we get a lot of sponsors and donors coming in with gifts for the children and we give them Christmas presents. And I think that's wonderful. But the teachers need a little extra. You know, one of my dreams is to be able to have a retreat for all the teachers every year. You know, we try to do something, but to to really honor them and give them a refreshing, spiritual and um, relaxful weekend would just be wonderful for those teachers.
0: And it's okay. not just churches. It could be businesses.
2: Businesses, yes. That
0: take on a school or a yes. a project and they get their employees not just giving but going.
2: Right, right. Yeah, businesses are great. In fact, uh, we hosted a business just a couple weeks ago in Guatemala that every time they reach a benchmark, they do a endowed sponsorship, which is $7,000. And when you invest that with Child Hope, you can sponsor a child for eternity. And um, they had been doing this. They sponsor, uh, I think it's approximately 60 children and had never come down to meet them. And Oh boy, the president of that company was crying his eyes out as he met one of the children that his company sponsors. And the in the they, in the break room, they have all the pictures of the kids up and the letters they write, and and it's a, it's really a project of the whole business.
1: Well, let's let's drill down a little bit on that whole sponsorship. Okay, how uh, how would I go about sponsoring a child? How much are we talking about?
2: Well, to sponsor a child, you could go to our childhopeonline.org website, and there you can choose uh, boy. You're a girl, you can choose the country. Uh, The age that you would like the child to be, and it costs $36 a month, and what we do is we pair one sponsor with one child. We don't get multiple sponsors for the same child, and um, what I love when I visit the schools is how the children know they have a sponsor and pray for their sponsors and talk about their sponsors. I remember one time there was a lady who was blonde who came with me to visit a school, and one of the little boys was convinced it was his sponsor because he had seen a picture, and his sponsor was blonde. And he thought, is that my sponsor? Um, But So we have a sponsorship program. Uh, The Money You Send provides uh, the children so that they can have the education in our Christian school. Um, A hot, healthy meal, depending on the medical or dental needs of a child, provides that too. Again, depending on um, whether they need clean water and some of those other issues. And mostly we share the love of Jesus with them Um, in a tangible way. Through the through the love and care of the teachers, but also with a clear gospel message. Every every school day started with prayer, and we have chapel services, and so we really lead those kids to a.
1: And, and thirty six dollars a month provides mm-hmm. all of that for a child.
2: Yes, thirty six dollars provides that.
1: Well, what are some ways that sponsors of Child Hope can build a relationship? With uh, those children and their families.
2: Well, when we when you sponsor a child, we send you a little case history that has a photo of the child and tells you a little bit about his or her community, um, his or her family, what um, their interests, how how what they like to do, what they like in school, and then the child twice a year we have every child um, send two letters to their sponsor. Uh, we'll give them a theme. Sometimes it's something like the way we celebrate Christmas in my country is, or my favorite Bible verse is this. So we we ask the children to share a little bit about themselves with their With their sponsor. But in addition to that, if you're interested in communicating with your child, you can write them a letter, send them pictures. Uh, We can't accept gifts for the children because it's just too expensive uh, to mail them overseas and pay customs charges. But we do allow you or or give you the opportunity the month of your child's birthday to send an extra gift. And then we have people in our office down in the country that go buy a birthday gift for your child. Uh, We do the same at Christmas time. We give you the opportunity to send money so your child can have a Christmas present. Yeah.
1: I am very much aware as the director of missions for the Assemblies of God SoCal Network in Southern California of how difficult it seems to be uh, these days for missionaries to get church services to present child hope. Mm -hmm. And um, my question to you is when you go into a church, what are some of the things that you do to make people aware of what's happening with child hope?
2: Well, I like to share stories about individual children because I think if we look at one little child's life, it can represent what's happening um, multiple times throughout the region. So whenever I have a chance to share in a church, I always share stories about the children and how God is working in their lives and how what their situation is and how their lives have been transformed. And then depending on um, how... Uh, much liberty I have to share about sponsorship, I will do that or ask people to talk to me after the service and I can give them information on sponsorship.
1: I would encourage every pastor to consider opening their pulpit Mm -hmm. to our Child Hope representatives. It would be an opportunity for your people to engage Mm -hmm. in the nations of the world and in a being the hands and feet of Jesus and how would I find out more about child hope
2: Um, again you could go to the uh, ChildHopeOnline dot org website and um, contact us and we can put you in in contact with a missionary that could be in the area to share the ministry of child hope with you
1: and are there other resources available
2: Um, yes we have videos we have brochures we have other other resources in order to promote sponsorship within your churches
1: mary there are some incredible success stories of children that have gone through child hope all the way from when they were just in preschool all Mm -hmm. the way up through high school i want you to share some of those with us Mm -hmm. if you would
2: well right now i'm pretty excited about one story i heard just this week from venezuela Um, i spent 12 years in venezuela myself and um, helped found a school in one of the poorest most violent communities in, outside of Caracas. And recently the pastor told me there was a little boy who had gone to the school. Uh, the school goes up to sixth grade and, and he had gone on and the pastor ran into him in the subway not long ago. And he is in medical school. And the story is this little boy, when he was a little boy, um, he was going to the Child Hope School in Caracas and his dad had a chronic illness that the doctors couldn't couldn't solve, couldn't couldn't heal. And he decided at that point that he wanted to grow up and be a doctor so he could help his daddy. And he did. And he learned in that school that he could do all things through Christ. And he made it through elementary school, made it through junior high, high school. And this week, I just got a, a text from the pastor, he passed his medical board. So he is now officially a doctor. And I think what a miracle in today's Venezuela with all the problems all the challenges in venezuela that we have one of our child hope students who is now a doctor serving that country and helping serve his own people what a so phenomenal that's that's story. A, that is i just am so excited his name's alex um, i also heard another story recently a teacher told me this story and she said when she t- she said all the children seem to have problems with math I guess that's everywhere in the world. And she never liked to tell the kids that they, she said she hated putting a a red X on any paper. So when they did math tests, she said she'd look at the paper as the kids brought it up. And if she saw one of the problems that weren't done correctly, she would say, you know, you can do that. Go, go try again. And, And she'd send them back. She didn't want to put that red X on it. And there was one little girl and. I believe her name was Natalie, and Natalie just had the hardest time with math and came back, and she's, the teacher said, no, I know you can do it. I know you can do it, and um, eventually Natalie did pass her math exams and went on to junior high and high school. Well, just a few weeks ago, the mother of Natalie came back to the school looking for the teacher, and she said, um, Natalie's busy at, at high school, but she wanted me to let you know that she made it, and she's going to graduate And she wanted me to give you this. So she handed the teacher a little teeny piece of paper that was all folded up and all worn. And the teacher unfolded it, and she recognized her own handwriting. And it said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then she remembered that day when Natalie was especially concerned about her math. And she wrote that verse out and handed it to her. And little Natalie saved that scripture and held on to that scripture. And that's what got her through high school. And I believe that that scripture is now in her heart and will carry her on through her college years. Oh my,
1: Dave, those kinds of stories are happening each and every day as the students are ministered to by our Child Hope staff. Mm-hmm. And led by Mary, mm-hmm. we thank you so much for all that you do. I want you to tell a story. The last time I visited Costa Rica, we had a special guest come yes. talk to us. He was a student yes. in your school. Would you tell him yes, about
2: Yes, and that? that we even have an update on that story, too. So, um Uh, His name is Luis Gonzalez, and Luis was one of the first students to come to our school in Linda Vista when the school started. And he said he remembered when he was about seven or eight years old that they had bought a bicycle and put it up in the church and challenged the children to memorize scripture. And um, if they could memorize 60 verses of the Bible, the, the child that could recite all 60 verses would win the bicycle. And he said, I, that was my bike you know, and he memorized, he worked on it and memorized those scriptures. And the day of the competition, he was sitting there in the church and he told me, he told me just recently too, that that day he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. But he said, he felt the spirit of God say to him, you can do it. You can do all things through Christ. So he marched up there and he said all 60 verses and he won the bicycle. Well, he told me later on, he said, you know, I don't know if I learned, what I learned to love more in that, my little Christian school, Jesus or education, but I learned to love them both. Well, he graduated from that school. He went on to high school. He went on to college and got a degree in education and became a teacher. Then he went to Bible school and studied to be a pastor. Then he got a master's degree in education, educational administration, to be a school director. Then he got a master's degree in theology. And then he got a Ph.D. in education, where he has worked helping student teachers. And most recently, right now, he is working on his Ph.D. in theology. And he's doing the study of child hope. And I am his mentor for his thesis, for his doctoral thesis. But he's also, he is um, the head of the Ethics Committee for the Assemblies of God of Costa Rica. Um, he pastors a church. And he's also one of the professors now in the Evangelical University of the Americas down of Latin America down in Costa Rica. So um, he's just a wonderful example of uh, a student that grew up with very little hope of a future, but with a quality education and mostly with the power of the Holy Spirit has been able to be quite successful.
1: And for $36 a month.
2: $36 a month, exactly. We can
1: make that happen in the lives of children all throughout Latin America. So my gift
0: today could
1: be somebody's miracle tomorrow. That's right, that's right.
0: You know, we're taping this show not too far from Disneyland, Mm -hmm. the happiest place on earth. I got to tell you, it's a happy place. Yes. It's a fun place. But you go to these schools, that's the happiest oh, place yes. on the, earth. Those
2: children are so happy.
0: And like John just said, think about it. I mean, a safe environment. They have a school, they're, they're being educated, nutritious food, clean, safe water,
1: mm-hmm.
0: great education, and they're learning about Jesus Christ for $36 a month. Mm-hmm. Now tell our listeners again how they can sign up to be a sponsor of one of these children or multiple children, one for each family member.
2: Uh, You can go to our website at childhopeonline.org and there you can choose a child to sponsor or contact us for more information.
0: You know, there are people listening, you know, that are dispirited in their giving. Mm -hmm. You know, they feel like Maybe they've been manipulated or the funds have been misappropriated. And, John, you and I serve on the Child Hope Network board, and we can say that this organization is above reproach. And secondly, I really believe that there are people listening, that this is one of these times where you make a declaration, this is not about us. I was speaking at a church in Florida, And afterwards, this couple came up to me. They had a check in their hand. Mm -hmm. And they said, as you talked about helping these needy children, we looked at each other. And we both felt led to do this. We're giving you this check. This check was to go to an attorney tomorrow morning to officiate our divorce. But we now realize that it's been about us. It's been about our selfish ambitions, but today we're making a declaration that it's not about us. It's about helping these kids, and so instead of this check going to this attorney, it's going to help kids, and I want you to know that couple stayed together, and they're now leaders in their church and community. This could be a turning point. Mm -hmm. We're thinking about these kids that need help. Yes, they do, but maybe people listening need help and this is the best way. I cannot think of a better way for us to say, thank you, Lord, for food, clothing, shelter, clean water that I have and have for my kids and grandkids, Mm -hmm. my nieces and nephews. I can say thank you, Lord, by signing up to sponsor one of these kids, $36 a month. One more time, how can somebody sponsor one of these children
2: you can go to our website which is childhopeonline.org and there you can uh, choose whatever child you would like to sponsor throughout latin america and the caribbean or contact us for more information on that website
0: thank you mary thank you john for joining us thank you i hope you enjoy listening to influencers on the charisma podcast network join us next week for another thought-provoking episode And remember to use your influence to move people closer to Jesus.